my piece of cold and my women colder. Yeah, she too stubborn or I would have told her. And every time I'm with my buddies, yeah, we never sober. <laughs> Wake up feeling ten years older. It's the Cold Pizza Podcast. We're gonna start that. Welcome back to the Cold Pizza Podcast. It has been a long time since I've posted anything, but um, we've been doing YouTube stuff, so horsepower and pizza on YouTube, if you're into that sort of thing. We build drift cars and put dirt bike motors in power wheels and do all sorts of random hood rat things because I don't have anybody in my life to tell me that I can't do hood rat things. So today's episode is brought to you by Barnes Brothers Motorcycle and Off-Road at Barnes Bros Motorcycles on Instagram. They are located at 589 West Pike Street, Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. They do Polaris, KTM, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Suzuki. They do sales, parts, gear, service, custom builds, whatever you need, hit them up. Tell Blake I sent you, or Liam, or whoever, really. They're all great people in there, and they've been helping me out with KTM parts for my latest project, the KTM Sketchy Cart, which it's a white BMW Power Wheels that matches my white BMW drift car, and we're putting a two-stroke motor in it because why not? Why not? Um, yeah, so the Barnes Brothers are great people, so go support the local homies, support the people that support us. I also want to plug Ross's Sauces, my buddy Ross Beagle does uh really good hot sauces i'm kind of a hot sauce whore and he came out with a four pack so far the only one i've eaten is the garlic reaper and it's really good if you follow at brutal hot sauce on facebook and instagram he is in fact the homie and there is another four pack on the way according to what he told me the other day i also want to wish a very happy birthday to andrew oshnock at um distinct automotive detailing it's not actually his birthday but he loves when you tell him happy birthday so if you see osh tell him i said happy birthday or i guess tell him you said happy birthday i know alan is listening to this in the shop <laughs> laughing his ass off currently and that's what i'm going for we're going for good not great i have friends in town for carlisle what is it important performance this weekend yeah. important performance they do autocross and drifting and all sorts of stuff this was supposed to be the first weekend that i had the drift car out but uh I ordered bash bars from Street Faction in, like, May, and they're still not here. So I guess we're still in that 12 to 16 week lead time window, but if I don't have them soon, I'm going to be making a phone call. But from everything I've seen on my friends' cars, they make really high-quality stuff, so I'm really not that worried about it. having the fabrication capabilities. Had I realized there was that long of a lead time when I ordered, probably would have just made them myself, but... That's what I get for not doing research before I do things. So I supported another small business and did your part. Did my part. So I have Brian Cretchen with me. What's going on, guys? Jeremy Ripple. Yep. We have MJ. Hi. I'm so sorry. I... It's totally all right. It's Clarissa. Clarissa. That's what I was going to say. And then I was like, but her friends it... call her Steve. But her friends call her Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's Steve. <laughs> I don't care about the desk, but it will make noise when you set it down, so that's why I'm giving you a coaster. Um, yeah, so, important performance. How's that going? I didn't make it out Dude, today. Today was awesome. Yesterday was, it was great. Um, the whole drifting, I mean, it's kind of hard to get me out of the car. Uh, 
whenever I get there. Between drifting the autocross course and then actually going out drifting, um, I'm, I'm just really looking forward to beating the shit out of the car. That's it. That's all I want to do. That's what it's all about. <laughs> I, I don't care what happens to the car. You know, I just want to have a good time with it. But um, Well, this is supposedly, allegedly, the last weekend that you're driving on this platform, right? Hopefully. I'm very excited to get a... Uh, one of uh, MJ's friends has a Mustang, so I was looking forward to getting that. I mean, hopefully that all works out. SN95. Um, SN95. Vert. Uh, Vert. That is correct. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's like bittersweet. You know, I love that chassis. Yeah. Well, Z31. You have Z31, so. so for everybody that yeah doesn't know, that's I've had old Nissan. Three, three or four, three. I've had three of them so far. I um, missed the gray one. That was a good car. That was a beautiful yeah. car. It was, it was a great car. But it was a cheap car that he <laughs> didn't put that much into. It yeah. was a beautiful car. Yeah, that was for, for the work that put into that car, yeah. Um, but, I mean, hopefully one day I'll buy it back. But, doubtful. Um, That's not going to happen. Just no. I know how that goes. Yeah, because, well, like, I'm trying to... I ended up getting the E36 as a drift car. That fell into my lap. Because I, mm-hmm. I was talking... I did a podcast with Colby and Brendan, like, as soon as I set up the office, just to do, like, a, like, a shakedown run of the acoustics and stuff in here, mm. and Brendan has a 240 that he slides, and, like, just got, like, a comp spec cage put in it and everything. Yeah, you did a video with paint. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's getting really good at driving that car, but he, like, street drives it and stuff, too. Like, it's streetable, it's street, well, I don't know that it's... Air, air, air quotes street legal <laughs> but he street drives it it's registered and insured but i was talking with him and i was like man i really want to get a drift car but like i'm trying to make smart financial decisions because i did just turn <laughs> that's 20. not a smart financial no well i'm um, i just turned 25 so like trying to do adult things but at the same time like you want to do hood ratchet i want to do hood ratchet with my friends <laughs> so they I was like, if I get a drift car, it's going to have to be right. Like, I'm going to have to pick it up right. And Shane Kent actually sent me that car when Dave Roberts had it for sale for, like, 650 bucks. Yeah. He's like, you need to buy this. And I, I was <laughs> like, no, I want something that I can... Like, if I'm getting a drift car, I wanted something streetable. Because I don't have a truck and a trailer. Yeah. Well, I can yet. borrow a truck. Yeah, yet. That's a whole other ordeal that Ron and I got into yesterday. And I'll tell that story because he doesn't listen to this anyway. <laughs> oh, he did get an iPhone now, so now he might start. But, oh well. It, Facebook I, with it. No, it's not a bad story. It's just, long story short, his Duramax is an 11. He knows that I like that body style. There's a place locally here that sells used diesel trucks and he stopped by yesterday they have an 11 one owner cloth interior with forty six thousand miles on it yeah for 38 grand he's like that's negotiable i'm like yeah it's negotiable and i'm a pretty good negotiator but do i need a thirty five thousand dollar truck to tow a 350 dollar car i don't think so i was like man i got a forty five thousand dollar truck and then a brand new enclosed trailer for a five hundred dollar car yeah, but, like, you you travel, like, and you've driven yeah. the car. I have yet to take this. I could take this car out and blow it up the first time I drive it, and then I'm like, sweet, I'm making a $700, you 
month payment on a truck that <laughs> I'm literally driving one weekend a month, you know? Yeah. I'm at capacity for shit boxes because I three of them are here and the fourth one's still sitting at work. But I haven't announced that one yet, so like that's all I'm gonna say on that. But uh no, I I was telling Brendan and Colby, I was like, I wanna get into drifting, but I don't wanna I was like, I'm going to have to spend at least three grand to get a turnkey car. And even at that, I'm going to have to trailer it. And Brendan's like, well, we can figure all that out. And I just didn't want to spend three grand to find out whether or not I wanted to get into it. And I don't want to drive anybody else's stuff because we know how that ends every time I do it. So I should take the Z up tomorrow if you come out. Now I might have to come out. I, I need, a, I I need a video for next week, too, so... <laughs> I, I let Shane drive it, and, uh, you know, he let me drive his Miata, and I was like, well, it, you know, I drove your car, it's only right if you drive mine. And he's like, all right, well, his Miata has a, uh, an LSD drift, or a LSD uh, diff in it, so the Z that I have is bone stock, nothing's done to it. I mean, four blown struts, and then, uh... Sounds like my daily... <laughs> <laughs> and then it just got a weld of diff in it. So there's the amount of body roll in this car is absurd. I mean, it's it's like a, you know, rides like a Cadillac. It's nice. But, I mean, you really have to throw the weight around for it to slide. So he came around the one bend at, um, at Carlisle, and the front tires just turned, and then we kept going straight. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. And he locked the brakes up, and we went right into the, uh, the water barrels. Which meanwhile, Juan. I saw Juan. Juan Juan's like six barrels. Juan. Juan posted on Facebook last night. He goes, I kissed my first water barrel. Somebody's like, You face fucked it. The one was filled with fucking sand. The one was sand. And then they spent an hour trying to lift the one up with sand on the Juan also has an E36 sedan. His is just green. Yeah. Mine is probably white underneath Wait, all the shit that's on it. No, he's either a six or ran better after you cut the muffler off of it. Oh, yeah. For some reason, like, God knows whatever reason, his car ran so much better after he cut the muffler off, which, by the way, now the exhaust is dragging on the uh, ground, so I don't know what the hell's going to happen with that. I got a $12 Harbor Freight Sawzall. We can fix that. We had the uh, Dewalt, uh, you know, cordless grinder, and we cut the muffler off, and he starts it up, it just looks at me, he's like, it runs so much better. I was like, Fuck it, let's go. <laughs> he says, well, what's your tire pressure? I said, I don't know, dude, I'm at like 60, so pump that numbers up, let's go. <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah, dude, he, he went right into the wall, and he comes back, big smile on his face and everything, we're sitting in line just waiting, like, oh, God, this is going to be forever. Now we're waiting for the water buffalo to get down there. Oh, God, this is going to take even longer. They come back, they're like... Yeah, there's six barrels, and, you know, some of them were filled up with a little bit of water. The last one that he just kissed was filled with sand. It took four people to pick up. We're like... Probably weighed 1,200 pounds. Yeah, we're, we're like, <laughs> wait, is this like a guessing game? Like, which one of these barrels has sand in it? Let's yeah, find like, out. Yeah, that could kill somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, no, yesterday, so he, he's getting a lot better, and I'm really excited about that. And, you know, just for me, starting drifting at uh, Carla last year, Going till now, you know, I, I made a lot of progress. Uh, then going out to pit race and going out there, Midvale, all that stuff. But uh, yesterday, I went out with um, AJ Popovich from Sinister. Yeah, you know that's one of RJ's best friends from like Scranton when RJ lived in Scranton. No, I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't until, know that. Like, 
He was at well when I bought the donor motor from Dave. <clears throat> yeah. Let me let me get back to the E thirty six real quick. Sorry, not to cut yeah, you off. You're fine. The E thirty six. When Shane sent it to me, Dave had it for sale. It changed hands three times before I bought it. <laughs> after Dave had it, I was the fourth owner of that car in like a month's time. But bought it with what I thought was a blown head gasket. It turns out the head was cracked. Bought another head from Scottro. That head was cracked. Scottro had a third head. That was also cracked. And then Julian Danino was like, oh, yeah, I got a head. You can have it, 100 bucks." I was like, well, I gave Scott two and got nothing in return. So, like, take it up with Scott. He said he'll give you the 100 bucks. I come out to Pittsburgh and text Julian. I'm like, yo, I'll come get this head. He's like, oh, yeah, mine's cracked, too. So, <laughs> there's there's four, four in a row cracked heads. I still have the block sitting in the garage. Oh, I said, screw it. I'm just going to turn it into a coffee table at this point. I bought a donor motor for 200 bucks from Dave. We drove up there. And AJ is at the shop, and I'm like, this dude looks familiar. Like, I don't, and as soon as he leaves, Dave's like, yeah, that's, I asked something, to, I asked Dave if he knew RJ or something. He's like, yeah, that's AJ that just left. He's, like, really good friends with RJ. I'm like, that's who that was. Yeah. That That's why he looked familiar. Yeah. But, no, you know, I mean, I see that they were friends. I was just figuring, you know, maybe, you know, RJ Yeah, was RJ's from that area. I didn't know that. But, yeah, I, I took a ride out with, uh, AJ said, you know, hey man, I mean, I, like, I, I kind of know what I'm doing. I was like, but I'd like to see, you know, getting close to people. I, I really want to see what that's going to be like. And um, he says, you know what, not this time, but next time. I said, okay, yeah, that's fine. So I said, all right, we good? He says, yeah. I said, all right. So uh, I hop in. He's telling me, you know, like, first thing, safety first. You know, if, if things go south, pop this, hop out of the window. Don't even try to open up the door because it doesn't work. And I mean, even sitting in that Mustang, everything all burnt up, dude. It well, yeah. Tell that it, story. Yeah, that. So there's backstory on this. Sinister is a drift club, drift team, team, team drift I guess you could say. from out Scranton area. They drive at uh, Drift Evergreen most of the time. I mean, they travel obviously, but their shop burned down. It was like three years ago. Dude, Dave, years it just ago. came up on Dave's it's Facebook like memories. Years, the other. Yeah, yeah. August 4th. And they, they did so many stories with that. Yeah. Well, their shop is, so you've probably heard the story by now, but their shop burned practically to the ground, if yeah. not to the ground. And Dave's E36 started up and drove, started out. up and drove out and like melted out. dash. And does AJ hey, 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 still have the melted dash and shit in the, the car? The Mustang has a I, whole melted cluster on it. Yeah, that's so what I, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know about the BMW. I never got to well, see Well, the BMW, he wrecked. Yeah, he banged it that. like two weeks ago. And then he just got another 350Z. Yeah. Because so. they had a Lexus too. I don't know if there was. There was a third one. There's three of them. Where there was the Mustang, the BMW, and there was the Lexus. I thought there was a 240. I'm not. There was a Nissan too. Yeah, I Dave's a really. The only time I ever met Dave was when I went to pick up my donor motor that he had. He bought a parts car like right after he sold the car that I now have. Yeah. And <clears throat> he had that M50 for like a couple weeks. Like I was surprised it lasted that long. And I was like, you know, everybody kept sending it to me. I'm like, no, I'm just going to buy a head. I'm going to buy a head. And then Chance finally sent it to me. He's like, you're stupid if you don't go pick this up. I'm like, all right. Booker, Nolan, we're going to Scranton. <laughs> so we drove up there and picked it up. He's like, well, it ran on starter fluid when I pulled it. I'm like, good enough. Good enough for me. Well, yeah. it runs. It's in my car and it runs. We, My dumbass put the clutch disc in backwards, so that's why the <laughs> transmission's out of the car again. But, uh, Why'd you put a clutch in this backwards? That's the first <laughs> stick car I've ever owned. <laughs> really? Yeah. Awesome. I've never... I've never uh, fucking awesome. You did drive one, though. 
Oh, I've I've driven stick yeah. plenty of times. I just have never owned a never, stick car. So right. it's like that's all new to me. Like I've I've raced motocross for yeah. years, so like I'm mechanically inclined. I've ripped oh, I'll, ripped yeah, the engines and shit apart, but it was one of those things where I was like uh, the conversation went exactly like this. There's a video of us doing it. I put the clutch together at one in the morning. We have both garage doors up, playing with the impact and shit, and I'm like, yeah. my neighbors hate us right now, and Booker's like, we hate them too. Who cares? <laughs> Off camera, I said to Booker, I said, the clutch didn't come with any instructions. I don't know if I put that disc in there the right way. He goes, I said, do you want to double check it? He goes, no, it's probably fine, and if it's not, we'll figure it out. So now we're at the point where we're figuring it out, and... Um, <laughs> now, did it do any damage to the clutch? I don't know. Booker's the one that pulled it apart and put it back together. <laughs> I guess not. He would have said something. I still have the disc out of the old one. That sounds like me with my head gas. I was trying to rush with thumb down in the North Shore, me in Pittsburgh. And I had a, I have a Honda, obviously, and I put my head gasket upside down, rusty, and tried to put my whole motor back together. Put it on upside down, get it pulled out of the driveway, start it, puked out four quarts of fucking oil throughout the whole fucking driveway. Well, that's, we put this back together, like, finally... <laughs> It was a slave cylinder issue. We put everything back together and started to bleed the clutch and didn't have any pedal pressure. And we bled it for like an hour and 20 minutes and then finally heard something pop. And we're like, well, it's like a known thing with those transmissions, clutches that the the slave cylinder goes. So my buddy had a 5 Series. He's like, I did five slave cylinders while I had that car. I'm like, okay. It was like 30 bucks from Rock Auto. Knew I wasn't, like, I could have went to AutoZone or Advanced two blocks down the street, and it didn't really, I could have had it the same day. I didn't care, because I wasn't working on it for, it sat in my driveway for, like, two months mm-hmm. between us putting the drivetrain back. And we knew that it started, so we were like, all right, cool. It starts, it runs, we'll deal with the transmission, clutch, and everything later. So, I got sick of looking at it, and I, the wheels that are on it now, it, finally has matching 17s on it they were actually from my e46 that i had when i was in high school i gave them to adam whitaker mm-hmm. right before i moved out of pittsburgh because i didn't want to have to move them home i was did like here burn out with them yeah he, yeah we did a video he shredded two of them he put them on the e36 and just took them out and beat the hell out of the car and then took them off put them in his basement then he sold the e36 so i was like yo i got a drift car can I get them wheels back from I'll give you... He's like, just take them. I just don't want them here. So I got my wheels yeah. back, and now it's come full circle. They're on my third BMW that I've owned from my first car. Start bleeding the clutch, pops, buy the new slave cylinder. So the other week, I'm like, Booker, we're going to do this, like, this weekend, because I want this stuff. Uh, I want to know that this runs and drives. So we put it in, pull the old slave cylinder out, and piston's nowhere to be found. So we're like... That's cool. <laughs> Boots all screwed up. Piston is nowhere to be found. Piston's like two and a half, three inches long. Where could it have gone? <laughs> so like normal person would have been like, ah, we're going to pull the trans and find out where that went. Booker's like, nope, we're putting the slave cylinder in it. We're going to drive this thing today. I'm like, okay. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, you know better than I do. Okay. Put the slave cylinder in it. He was so sick of bleeding the clutch from the first time that we did it for an hour and 20 minutes that he went out and bought a vacuum bleeder <laughs> in the meantime because he's like, nope, we're not doing that anymore. So we hooked it up and he's bleeding it and I'm just dumping fluid into the master to make sure that there's enough fluid in the system. And all of a sudden, 
He's like, get in, pump the pedal. I'm like, it's starting to come back. It finally started to come back. Well, we put a stage two clutch in it, so it's a little stiffer than it was stock. I'm like, we have a pedal. So he, it's still up on all four jack stands. He's like, well, I'm going to start it and go through the gears and make sure that everything works. What well, goes through the gears and everything? I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, everything seems okay. So we put it down and try to back it out of the garage. It wouldn't go into gear. So he finessed it into gear. And by finesse, I mean he revved the piss out of it and slammed <laughs> it into reverse. And we backed it like 10 feet out of the garage. Like the whole car was out of the garage plus another 10 feet. And then it wouldn't come out of gear. So now you're stuck in reverse. Yeah, but if you shut the car off, you take it straight out of gear. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like it was... Like, well, that's not good. There's something wrong here. So, in the video, you can hear it. He tries to <laughs> jam it into reverse again, like, three times. It's grinding and shit. And I'm like, transmissions are cheap. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but the third time it grinds, you hear it go, clink, 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 clink. And I'm like, fuck, there go all the teeth on reverse. <laughs> It wasn't the teeth on reverse. That was the piston <laughs> slamming around in the clutch. Because <laughs> when we pulled the transmission off of it the following weekend, the piston went bink. And we're like, man, that's kind of bitched up. That's probably what was rattling around in there. So, yeah, we fought that for, like, ten hours last Saturday. And we're trying... This is We're still new to this chassis, so, like, we're trying to get it to the point where it's like, no, we can pull engine and trans in, like, yeah. an hour and a half. But... Because that's Lorenzo that I bought the car from. He's like, yeah, I can pull my engine and trans by myself in an hour and a half. I'm like, yeah, but how many times did you do it before you got yeah. to that point? Because it took us three hours to get... There's literally... They call it the bitch clip. And it's the clip that holds the shifter linkage to the top of the transmission. Where you it's have to... Yeah, you have to get in there blind and do it. I got that pissed off. Nolan goes in there for two minutes. He's like, dink! Like, you're kidding me, right? Yeah, bro, you're good. Bro, we pulled the transmission out of there. I took a die grinder and the little tab that it, like, clips to. I ground the fucking tab off the transmission. I'm like, nope, we're not playing that game anymore. <laughs> no, that's that's the story of my $350 car that I have. Those are the best cars. Bro, it's... The cheap ones okay, are let's, the let's, ones. Okay, let's put this into perspective. I got two cars this year. I bought one, I acquired the second. I spent $350 and got two running driving cars. This year. It also, didn't you get pizza with it? Or you gave pizza? No, I got pizza. With got the pizza. drift car, I paid $350, and the kid's dad owned a pizza shop, like, a block from his house. <laughs> so we go, we're like, yeah, we're going to stop by and buy pizza on the way home. We go in, his dad's like, no, Lorenzo texted me. He's like, we're straight. Like, he's covering it. I'm like, well, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the thing. He wanted, like, 500 bucks for the car. And Booker texted me. He's like, yeah, my buddy that owns Horsepower Pizza is interested in this car. Like, can we come see it tomorrow? And we're like, we're going to bring a U-Haul trailer. Like, we're if we're to coming buy. to see it, we're buying it. Because he wanted 500 bucks for it. He's like, 350 Come get it. <laughs> Booker texts me. He's like, you're buying a car tomorrow. Bring cash. I'm like, okay. this is, like, a week into COVID. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere to get cash on a Saturday <laughs> night at 9 o'clock. I'm like... Ask him if we'll take Venmo. So I Venmoed this kid for a drift car. Yeah. No. Well, it, it is the best car, though. I have yeah. I have a spreadsheet on my one computer. I've been keeping track of every penny I spend on the car. Just because it's a... My whole thing is build it for you with horsepower and pizza. That's, like, my tagline or slogan or whatever you want to call it. And I really think that's a metaphor for a lot bigger things than just cars, like... If you don't like 
how your life is going, you have to make the change mm-hmm. one way or another. So that's kind of... I have a lot of people that will message me and be like, hey, I this is what was going on in my life. This is where I'm at now, and I changed it because of... Like, I watch yeah. what you're doing, and, like, I don't know. I'm kind of jaded to the shit that I'm doing. Not to sound like a pretentious dick, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't feel like I'm doing huge things. But when somebody's like, hey, man, I've been watching your videos, and, like, I'm watching how you progress, and, like, I'm really proud of you and the things you're doing, and, like, it's really inspired me to do this. Or, like, my friend Sean. Sean is the homie. Yeah, Sean yeah. came to hang out the one night, and, like, he sees... This is the cleanest room in my house. My office is like... Beautiful house, sir. Thank you. <laughs> it's not my house, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, my office is like, I keep this room neat because I come up here and work and it helps me focus that everything's in its place. It makes you feel free. good. Yes. Yeah. Well, Sean saw that and Sean texted me when he got home. He's like, hey, like not to sound like weird or anything, but your office and like how clean and tidy and everything is really inspired me to come home. Like I cleaned out part of my room and like, that is where I'm going to. That's a Zen place. Yes. And like, that's man, I'm not going to change the world by myself. Like I I could try as I might, but I'm not going to change the world by myself. But if everybody can change one habit or one, open your eyes and a little bit and change your views on something and be a little more open-minded or that's how you change shit. And yeah. that's, I don't know, I, I've i always preached the whole build it for you thing. So, like, YouTube be damned. Like, YouTube doesn't give a fuck about me. The algorithm fucks me every chance it gets. I, I was getting paid on YouTube three years ago, and then they fucked all the smaller channels. Like, fuck me, right? I don't care. I remember hearing something about that. Yeah. It's a whole shit show because that fucking blonde-haired douche made a video in the fucking suicide forest in Japan yeah. and shit and like yeah. it fucked all the smaller channels well fuck YouTube I don't that's I love YouTube but I hate it at the same time like from a business standpoint they have a shit algorithm yeah. and that's all I'll say on that because I'll just get into a fucking political <laughs> rant and we don't need to do we, that we don't need to get you fired but, up again yeah, uh, again <laughs> oh well that's I didn't even get into that yet I'm going to touch on that holy fuck the whole build it for you thing I don't yeah. care about the cars like i I don't care about the views. I don't. I would be make. I love to make videos. That's why I make videos. I have been making videos since I was twelve years old, like filming, producing, whatever. Wasn't posting them anywhere. That's. I've always been into video production. So then when I started this, I was like, YouTube's kind of cool. I don't watch TV. I watch YouTube. So like that's something I can do. Like I can't be on TV, but I can be on fucking YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I started making videos and posting videos, and they seemed to gain a little bit more traction every time I post something Mm -hmm. so like that's the shit that I do I would be filming whether or not I was posting it just because that's I don't have a real good memory so to have something that I can watch that I'm like oh yeah we did that like not to change subject go ahead I don't even know where I was going with that honestly (laughs) well we just (laughs) talked about so many different things yeah you're talking Um, about changing people's life aspects and outputs on life like to make one the See, yeah, the, but I don't, the, I don't know how I got onto this whole fucking spiritual journey, yeah. Brian. I, mean, I was what? talking about drift cars, and then I was like, well, bro, not, we need to be peaceful. Yeah. You, you were talking about drift cars because you're building, you're building a car that inspires you to want to get into a hobby. You're building in how you want to on your, it, it, it doesn't even have on to your page, on your style. You're not looking to someone else to copy right. that. You're building something that inspires you to wake up and want to work on it. Right, and... 
I'm glad you brought that up, the getting into a hobby. When Brendan and I were talking about, I was like, oh, I want to get a drift car, but like, I don't want to spend the money. I was at a crossroads where I was craving competition. I've been competitive my entire life, like to the point where like, I've never been good at competition. I just... Are you competitive with yourself or with other people? Both. I'm... Which would you say more though? Yourself. Myself. Yeah. Bro, so, I am a, I am my biggest critic. I think that, I, I just I'll think post that's a video me. and I'm, I will be super pumped on the video and it'll get like 60 views and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I'm, I'm not pissed at YouTube and everybody. I'm it's pissed like, at myself. Yeah. And that's, that's probably not the way to look at shit, but I've just always been perfectionist. Yeah. Like, I mean, I work in fucking precision manufacturing. Everything has to be perfect 100% of the time. So it, like, fits my personality We're pretty well. What you said yesterday. Eh, close enough. Eh, close enough. Yeah. We'll <laughs> fix it with a grinder and a hammer. Make it look like the picture, and if yeah. it's wrong, we'll fix it. But no, I, I noticed... What, or not watching your podcast. Uh, listening to your podcast, you don't have a number one. You don't. It goes two, three, four, five, six, all the way up to what, whatever. I think it's, you're up to 20. Number one... And I was, I was curious about that, and I wanted to ask you about that. Number one was a test run. See, we were, I didn't have the hosting service that I used to get it to iTunes and Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever. they. It's Apple Podcasts. It's through iTunes, I guess. Spotify, Google Podcasts, all of that shit is called Podbean. And I didn't have that when I first started out. So we were recording them. I didn't even have the mic when we started. We were recording them with a phone, like an iPhone. And I was posting them on YouTube. Yeah. Well, it doesn't really fit with my channel, and I didn't want to make a second channel to put the podcast. But the first one was my friends Tony and Vinny Ferrari came out to visit in Pittsburgh the one weekend, mm -hmm. and we sat down and did one, like, talking about dream cars and stuff. And I thought it got posted, but... It did. Maybe not. Huh. I only know that because I got so tired of listening to music, and I'm like, well, you know... Bailey got this podcast. I'll listen to it. And then it's just like, it started going on from there. And that's like why I would message you about like that at random times. Yeah. And it was just because like I, I listened to that podcast. I'm like, oh, and you mentioned me about the uh, Dodge Spirit. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, bro. Like, this, I, this podcast goes completely off the rails at yeah. every moment possible. <laughs> like it'll start on, Tony and I'll do one. It'll start on like cars. And like Tony likes cars, but Tony's not like, working on cars and shit all the time like yeah. we are mm -hmm. so like tony and i'll record a whole podcast and i'll cut half of it out because we'll get on like a political rant or like a completely yeah. different fucking <laughs> tangent like halfway through and i'm like how did we get here <laughs> but no i was craving competition i raced motocross for a couple years it was never good but it was something that i was at a real hard point in my life and i needed something to keep me out of trouble and keep my mind off of shit. And it's just like you said yeah. with the, the drift car. You can't wait to get in it and beat the living hell out of it. It's your own world. It is, it's it's your, your own, own world, world. But you have something that you can just thrash. And not and care it, about. It does not matter. Like It's not like, oh, well, I have to drive this to work tomorrow. No, at the end of yeah. the day, you don't care how it looks. And that's, that was motocross for me. Even though I wasn't good, well, then like the last year that I raced... I didn't even get to race more than a couple times because, like, I was 17 years, 16 turning 17, had a lot of shit going on that I wasn't 
stoked on. Yeah. So I'd go out and ride above my fucking skill level and wad myself, and then I'm hurt for a month and a half. Well, that month and a that's, half... That's physical. Yeah. That's, that's It's that's, the most physically demanding sport in the I world. Would, I would say so. No, like that was voted the other year, I'm pretty sure. Oh. I don't remember, yeah. but it doesn't matter. It's fucking physically yeah. demanding. Yeah. You're throwing a 200-pound bike around in 90-degree <laughs> heat for 20 minutes at a time at 40 miles an hour. It's You're wrestling a fucking robot. Yeah. You're wrestling a bull at that point. Yeah. You versus the machine. But but it, but it is cool to when, see. When you have something like that as like a release, and that's like your mental piece, and then you hurt yourself and can't do it, that mental piece means a whole lot more Yeah. when you don't have it. 20, 2012 was kind of rough. for. That was the last year I raced. That was kind of rough. Like, I'd get hurt because I... And it was my own damn fault that I got hurt. It wasn't like I got landed on or taken out or anything. Like, I'd go out the one day... Well, the day that I got hurt, like... It was kind of a wake-up call because it was like a... Hey, uh... Maybe we should pay a little bit more attention. I had never ridden this track before. We drove an hour and 20 minutes to get there. Got the bikes off the trailer. I got dressed. It took me longer to get the bike off the trailer and get dressed than it did for me to hurt myself. I was halfway through the first lap and wadded the shit out of myself. Launched myself into the trees. <laughs> but I forget where I was going with this now. I hadn't done that in years. Bro, um, today's been a fucking day. Yeah. This podcast got pushed from last night to tonight because today was the Pastrana Land Pit Bike Championship which got picked up and put on ESPN2 because of COVID. They they did three qualifiers and then the <clears throat> final at Travis Pastrana's house last year. So this year I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like I might go and try qualify for that. And then COVID happened, so they didn't do qualifiers. So Travis just called a bunch of his pro friends. Kawasaki sent a bunch of bikes out and they're like yeah, ESPN's like, shit, we'll pick it up. <laughs> so Jeremy texts me, when was that, Thursday night? You're like, hey, let's push the podcast from Friday night to Saturday so we can talk about the Pit Bike Championship and everything else. I'm like, that's a great idea. Well, then I had to deal with some family shit in the middle of that and didn't get to... I had it on, but I couldn't tell you who won. you could say home invasion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got chewed a new asshole for something that I didn't say or do, and then when the person in question called me back, I didn't answer the phone because I was trying to relax for the first day in like a month and a half. So, so they decided they were going to show up to my house and let themselves in, and they're lucky that I was in view of the door when they did because Pennsylvania has a castle <laughs> defense law that wouldn't have been good. <laughs> we would have had a whole different podcast. Um, <laughs> it might not have been a podcast. <laughs> this is a collect one. call from Lancaster County Prison. Would you like to accept the charges? Yeah. This is Bailey Shank. Welcome to the Cold Pizza Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, fuck me. I do like the podcast <laughs> format though, because like YouTube started out like reckless as shit like yeah. i'd just get on there and say whatever i wanted and then i was like i don't even like my videos now it's not that i try to not swear i just explain shit and like i sound professional when i do it but then the podcast comes i just talk like i normally do and it's like somebody will message me they're like yo like your podcast is uncensored did you know that i'm like yeah i know that i fucking edited it <laughs> like yeah there, there was a couple i was listening to and you would just go boop like cut out 
There's a couple. Yeah. That's when, like, Chance <laughs> will make a comment, and I'm like, we can't fucking say that! <laughs> yeah, it'll change subject, like, halfway through if there's something that comes up that... Hey, that, that is the nice thing. Like, everybody's like, well, why don't you do it live? I'm like, because we'd be in fucking jail. I'm like, <laughs> we no, can't do it live. get fucking canceled and shut down for everything that's said. Yeah, I'd, I'd hear you guys talk about Well, I heard there's going to be an opening because Ellen got canceled. Maybe they'll pick me up. <laughs> be called horsepower and ellen that'd be great just remember wayfair is not a dating app it's that where he's Bro, like I... pointing to the uh food bowl you know and i put that right on the field door it was pretty please cool. tell me he made you one that says wayfair is not a dating app no no oh. he gives me the pedo bear all right oh god i put the i, I was like make me two of them i'm putting them on the headlights he's like okay yeah that's fine we get them on, I had a much better idea. Instead of putting them on the headlights where the headlights are folded down, no one really sees them anyways and let's slid up. I was like, here, we put them on the fenders like they're, uh, you know, they're badges or yeah. something. We put them on and I got some white spray paint. The car's orange now, so. I didn't see that. <laughs> it's not orange, it's a creamsicle, it's white and orange. Did, Did you paint it with a roller? Not this no, time. No, this time. Oh. This time. This time we, wait, we he, decide, he decided... <laughs> At 8 o'clock, we show up at his house. He's still standing. My other friend Tom and him, we're all we're getting the car prepped ready. So it's about 9.30, getting dark now at this point. We got and he's flash, like, let's like, start painting it now in the dark and not know where paint's laying Dude, or whatever. I'll tell you what, it doesn't look Let bad. me tell you about that, though. I got pissed drunk one time when Booker came to visit me in Pittsburgh. I don't drink anymore, but this was like... Good for you. This is like... Three, maybe even four years ago at this point. Mm -hmm. I drank an entire case of fucking Angry Orchard, and I was like, we're going to bedline my truck. Or, no, it was the under fenders, because I didn't have fender liners, and I wanted to trade the truck in, and it was starting to get a little bit of surface rust. <laughs> I was like, we're going to spray bomb this with bed liner. My truck was white. I woke up in the morning. There was so much overspray on that bed. Oh, it was no so white. hard to take off. Oh no, I used rubbing alcohol because I didn't give a shit. I was trading <laughs> the truck in. But no, he, so so Juan makes me these pedo bears, and for anyone that doesn't know, that's like, you know, the bear that uh, kind of like the Mister Yuck, I guess you would say. It's kind of like a meme. Would you say? For I mean, Mr. Yuck was a sticker with a hotline on it that you called Poison Control. Am I missing something? Was Pedo Bear like a sticker? Like you called well, the number of the so pedophile in there or what? I just found out about this bear last weekend. So did you ever heard of the pedophile bear? I'm like, what the Bro, fuck you're a Honda kid. Bear. You don't know about the Pedo Bear? <laughs> no! So I didn't! I figured he'd have like a big sticker on the <laughs> window. That's animal, you know? But no, he, so he makes me these stickers, I put them on the fenders, and I got white paint, spray painted like a stencil. And I go down, and I'm drifting and everything, and they have autocross, and there's this guy and this kid, or this kid's like seven years old, his dad's taking this autocross like really serious and everything, and he's like, hey man, I see you're drifting this autocross track. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm just having fun. He's like, what what times are you on? Not everyone's running like maybe, I'd say average is probably like a minute 10 minute 12 i would say i'm running like a minute what was a minute 14 14 minute and 14. a half that so i'm not doing bad but dude i drift the whole thing okay so like everybody else is autocrossing and you're out there just drifting the track yeah and i'm not hit, i'm not hitting cones i'm not hitting cones so it doesn't really matter yeah you know so that's that's what i that's where i started to go on that fucking tangent of the build yeah. up for you thing because i i have the spending tracker 
Yeah. For the car, and I've been keeping track of it, and I'm like, I really don't give a shit. It's not a fucking pro-spec car or whatever. Yeah. I have, like, $2,500 into the whole car, but, like, half of that's for fucking heads that have cracks in them and a donor <laughs> motor, so, like... <laughs> um, but, no, that's... It is cheaper to get in. Booker showed up the day that we did the fucking slave cylinder. Booker shows up. He has the cap on his truck. He's like, you going to help me unload? I'm like, I'll help you get the toolbox. He's like, no, like, there's nine burner tires in the back. He's a service advisor yeah. at a local dealership. Uh, that's all I'll say because I don't want to get him in trouble. Well, no, they, they know that he took the tire because they have to pay to fucking recycle them anyway. Well, there, He's there's like, an insurance thing with that, though. Like, if something happened... that I They're mean, for that's... a drift car. I'm not putting them on my fucking yeah. daily. Yeah. They know what they're for. He's like... That's where I get my... He said to his boss, he's like, can I take 17s off the... And they're like, we don't give a shit what you do because we have to pay to get them recycled. He's like, they're for a drift car. Like he showed up with nine burners that still have, like, decent tread on them. Like, I don't know how they... Winter treads. You need winter treads. On the fronts? Or the Back. Rear? The rear. Back. Dude, I, I put these brand new winter treads on. I'm thinking, man, these things are really so sticky because they're soft. Put them up to 60 pounds. That car was sliding well, at 60 everywhere. pounds, anything will fucking yeah. slide. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just gone every which way. And, like, just get grippy tires up front. He showed up with nine burners. He's like, here, I looked up what they cost new. He brought me, like, $1,000 worth of tires. <laughs> and they're free. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they not. still have tread on them, though. Like, I don't know how they... They must have had people come in for service, and they're like, oh, you need tires. You failed in well, they, they tell people they're down to, like, their nut line. You're like, oh, you're, you're like, halfway through yeah, the journey. You need uh, let, me, let me tell you right now, they're not at wear bars. <laughs> 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 they are they are good to go. Like, I would street these tires if this car was streetable. No, it's, uh, it came to the point where, when I was talking to Brendan about getting a car, it's like, I want to do it, don't want to spend the money, but I was also looking at, like, getting back into motocross, and I was like, Three grand, four grand for a bike. Three grand, four grand for a car. And looking at boats. We're not talking about the boat right now. We love boats. Dude, some of those boats that you post, those things are the Malibu. Brother, the fucking Malibus are like 120 grand, though. I don't have 120 Gs to spend on a car or on a boat. Reckless Ron, right? Reckless Ron sure as fuck does not. <laughs> Dad, you need this other credit line. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, while you were gone this weekend, I took out a home <laughs> equity loan. <laughs> see you when I see you. I'll be on the lake. <laughs> My yeah. knees appreciate a drift car a lot more than they appreciate a motocross bike. Yeah, your knees. My knees are shot. I've hit yeah, my I head. thought you said your bees. No, nah, like... well, my bees' knees. Yep. But uh, now nah, my head's been hit off of things, ma- mainly the ground, too many times. Put me in a helmet in a caged car. I'm a little bit safer. I do still plan on buying a pit bike or something, though, because I'd like to try to branch back into the motocross side of things a bit. Like That looks fun. <clears throat> pit bikes are cool. Yeah. The The Pastrana thing was cool. Like, whether or not I would ever qualify, I'm not good on a dirt bike. But, like, those guys have been my idols since I was, like, 12. Yeah. Travis, so, growing up, raced the same district that I raced growing up. So, like, there's mutual friends and shit. I have his cell phone number. I just never got drunk enough to call it. Because, like... <laughs> no, nah, like... Yo, Travis, is your boy, what, Bailey. No, a, a kid that... A kid that... you remember me? This is, like, 15 years no, ago. No, I've, I've never met the dude. I have his number <laughs> That's because... That's creepy. No, <laughs> let me tell a fucking story. It's not as creepy as you telling the fucking pedo bear story. A kid that raced... 
my district that does like motocross schools and shit, like he hosts them, yeah, is friends with him. Well, when he was trying to qualify for NASCAR a couple years back, he like crashed out in qualifying or some shit and like missed qualifying by like two seconds or I don't know how NASCAR works. I really don't. But left turns. Make a left turn. Well, he he texted Travis. He's like, man, you were so close. He's like, you'll get him next week. And TP texts him back. Well, he screenshot the shit and threw it on Facebook for clout. We had a fucking Android phone, so it said Travis Pastrana and then had his number in, like, smaller digits at the top. Sure, sure as fuck I saved that. <laughs> I never called it. I wasn't going to... What, what if he changed it? Change his number well, this was, like, ten years ago. I'm he sure he did. Definitely changed. Oh, yeah. But... Damn, just that makes me feel old. I said, remember a couple years ago when he was qualifying for NASCAR, and then I said it's 10 years ago. Fuck. I'm old. I remember whenever he did the double backflip. 06. 06. I remember that. I remember that. Remember what? Wait, I just remember fucking three, four years ago when he did a backflip in his backyard in a fucking washer truck. Oh, yeah. They, they do all sorts of shit at his house. Kid that, that. kid that used to race when I was racing went pro, was doing all sorts of shit. Like, racing, riding, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Started hanging out with Travis. He fucking... He's in Nitro World Games and shit now. Like, he travels with Nitro Circus and does... He was, like, one of the first... I think he did a double front flip on a dirt bike. Is Greg Duffy. I don't know if you watch Nitro Circus. Greg Duffy I, raced. I used to watch a lot of that. Yeah. Well, those dudes... Like, the weirdest thing for me is, like, growing up, watching Travis, he always rode Suzuki's. He was mm-hmm. sponsored by Suzuki for years. Like... And then they stopped making this bike. Well, they stopped making the two-strokes in 07. Because my last race bike was an 07 RM120. Well, it was bored to 144, but it was RM125. 07 is the last year they made the two-strokes. And they ran out of He's He's been going through bikes and bike parts that they couldn't source parts for him anymore. Well, here's the thing. Here's why he went to KTM. One, they still make two-strokes. Mm-hmm. Two... Roger DeCoster is the team manager for Red Bull KTM. Roger DeCoster was the team manager for Factory Suzuki for years. Roger is who hired him to race for Suzuki. So he still has a contact there. That's all speculation. That's me guessing. But, like, Yamaha still makes two strokes. Why wouldn't he go to Yamaha? Because he knows somebody at KTM. And he's sponsored by Red Bull, and Red Bull also sponsors the KTM team. So well, like, why would Kawasaki give him a bunch of pit bikes? Because Kawasaki makes pit bikes. I mean, There's SSR too, but SSR. Eh. I mean, they're pit bikes. Yeah, but, but for the the way they're thrashing shit, you want a brand name like yeah. Kawasaki. I guess Yamaha and Honda both make one tens too, but the Kawasaki's like the proven one. That was like the first one to come out. Yeah. I don't know. If you want one, go to Barnes Brothers Motorcycle and Off-Road, 589 West Pike Street, Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. They got Yamaha. They have KTM, Polaris, Suzuki, and Kawasaki. And tell who that you sent them? Tell Blake that I sent you. Yeah. Or, or Brad. Or the other Brad. Or... Anyone. Go talk to Caleb and Frank. Or Liam. Or I don't care. Just go talk to somebody and spend money there, because they're my homies. <laughs> Jeremy brought Turkey Hill orange tea. Dude. I you can't I, go wrong. You we, can't. I mean, we ran out of gas. Yeah, we we needed to stop and get gas. We don't give you kidney stones, but it tastes good until it turns into kidney stones. It hasn't happened yet. Nah, I ain't worried about it. No, we we needed to stop and get gas before we got here, and I, I went. Well, the only gas stations I know out here are Turkey Hills. So, oh, one point eight miles away here. Let's get it. There is the stupidest Turkey Hill block from here. It doesn't even have gas pumps. I feel bad. For are you all bored? 
What? You all bored? No. No. How about you, buddy? I'm just trying not to embarrass myself talking. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, Brian's a Honda kid. We're gonna give him the floor for yeah. a little while. No, because everyone fucking hates Hondas. There's a lot there today. Dude, Carlisle, you, you walked around Carlisle, and it was like seeing the same exact cars. Like, the same WRXs with the same mods done to them. With Subaru, the same... Focus STs, you, and you get every guy who owns an MG and Triumph. Something you gotta get I daily drive a Subaru, so and it is the I biggest know. turd I've ever owned, so... <laughs> They don't pay me, so I, I can say whatever I want. <laughs> no, I mean, mine caught on fire, so I don't... Oh, that's... I forgot about that. That was, like, right before we met. On 43, it caught on fire and burned, didn't it? Yeah. I'm just... I, dude, I, I left work, and it was, like, 10.30 at night, got on 43, and I was like, someone has a campfire going. Wow, that's really strong. And then I, like, flicked on my interior lights, and I looked around, and, wow, there's all this smoke in here. There's probably something wrong. Pulled over. Oh, by the way, thanks nationwide. I know my welding helmet didn't start that fire, but you know. What? Yeah. Is that what they tried to claim? Yeah, that's that's what they said. They said, uh, you know, I, I pulled over and off the uh, road, and uh, opened up the trunk, and as soon as I did it, because that's where the smoke was coming from. This added oxygen to the fire. Yeah. Oh, I opened, <laughs> I opened up the trunk, and it was like, <sighs> she slammed the trunk, grabbed what my kind of uh, Christmas present. You buy? I bought a lot of good Christmas presents that were in the bed or in the back of that car. Dude, it was uh, December. I remember. It was like it was right beginning before of Christmas. December. Yeah. I had all my Christmas gifts in there because I never drove the car, so I hit them so no one would find them. And then I drove, I think it was a Saturn around. So, called fire department. You know, oh, is it on fire now? Well, there's a lot of smoke. Right, we're sitting on the toll road and there's flames. Yeah. Like, send help? Yeah, I don't know help. what to tell you. <laughs> Alright, they'll be there shortly. 12 minutes later, like 15 minutes later, I think. They come, and first thing they do is just bash out all the windows. Sorry, dude, the yeah. easy pass wouldn't scan. <laughs> no, they, they bash out all the uh, windows, and then fill the car up to the windows full of water. I watched my car it's like just sag down to the uh, the ground. They open up the uh, doors, water pours out, and then they did it again. I'm like, I had a bag of Doritos in Well, it's there. not their car. They didn't yeah, they, oh, yeah, they didn't care, and I was wondering, hmm, I wonder if this thing's going to be total. <laughs> I wonder if this thing's gonna be totaled. So, then, you know, they took my information and everything. You know, hey, if you need anything, be in touch. But I, the funny part was, was I called my parents whenever this happened. I'm on the side of the road. It's like maybe eleven o'clock at night by now. My car's caught on fire. I need a ride back to you know where I was living at the time at the apartment because my ex was not answering her phone after four phone calls and three text messages. Did not answer. So I called my mom I'm like. Hey, she goes, what's wrong? Which, that's how every phone conversation with my mother goes. I call her, what's wrong? Nothing, Mom, I just want to see, you know, how was your day? She says, uh, you know, what, what's wrong? I was like... At least she doesn't chew you into an asshole when you answer the phone. <laughs> I was like... For the record, that was not my mom. She is a fucking saint. She's a nice lady. Um, I never met her, but I'm, I've heard very nice things about her. So, yeah, I called my mom, you know, what's wrong? I said, my car caught on fire. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Jeremy's car caught on fire, and she's talking to my dad, and they're like, where are you at? I'm on 43. Mom, I'm fine. I just need a ride right now. I'm a little bit shook up. I just had a car catch on fire for unknown reasons. Now, What well, was your fucking welding helmet, Jeremy? Yeah, <laughs> oh, don't you know? So, you know, yeah, cut chase, get, get into uh, Nationwide. Yeah, 
they want to know, and I must have gotten like four phone calls from Nationwide, from, uh, you know, just like different people wanting the full detailed story of everything that happened. What did you have in the trunk? And then I filled out forms. Who lives in your household? Do they have driver's license? Have they ever drove that car? Like, they wanted every little detail. So I told them, like, yeah, I had all these Christmas gifts in there. I had a, uh, a heated blanket. Was it a battery-operated heated blanket? No, it was the one you plug in. Like, I didn't have a Wawa outlet in, my, in the trunk of my car. You didn't do it in your truck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, actually. You don't? No, the truck doesn't have it. I chances want, I, does, and chances is, like, work trucks. No, I, I got the poor man's, I guess. <laughs> He's got, like, so. the brand new one, but poor. He's got fucking Wi-Fi. I got Wi-Fi. He definitely does. Hotspot. Just because of her. But, yeah, I I, uh, I said, yeah, I have a welding helmet in my trunk. So they pinned it on the battery on my solar-powered, like, charging. Right. Your 3-volt yeah, battery? Yeah. Started this fire. Because they couldn't figure... They couldn't point yeah, it Yeah, because on there's else. not a fuel tank or... There's all not, sorts of it's not faulty like a, it's wiring. It's not like a newer car has like hundreds of wires and ECUs and all. Right, and it's probably got nine different computers in the fucking car. Yeah, so that's what they pointed it on and pretty much told me like, sorry, your car's a wash. Thank God you have gap insurance and you're on your own. Then I, was stuck I fucking hate the insurance company with a passion. Well, uh, a couple weeks ago, well, probably a month and a half now, um, I have a Fiat, a little large. Oh, I forgot you had that. Yeah. One of the many cars. No, I, I, I use that daily back and forth, which it's a very fun car. It's definitely underestimated. No, they're that fast. Car's, they're they're, they're fun. fun. They're so much fun. So, um... Until, unless you fucking decide to go 90 around a bend and flip the fucking thing over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the, there's this woman, and the, uh, she goes underneath the Elizabeth Bridge, and there's a uh, taxi, or taxi, well... I read this tax this dick. Tax by, this dick. Tax this dick by uh, Ben Franklin. Um, but no, there's a uh, ambulance that came down off 51, and she seen it, like froze up, slammed on the brakes, and just whenever I looked over to see it, I looked over. I'm going like 35. Boom! Right in the back of her. Fuck. I pulled in. And she pulls into the Dollar General when I get out, and I said, "Ma'am, are you okay?" She's like, "I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, are you okay?" So I'm good. I said, I'm sorry, I said, you stopped for the ambulance. Yeah, it was definitely my fault, you know. But she came to a dead stop way before she had to. So I'm talking to her. I was like, you know, I do collision work for a certain body shop. And she's like, oh, is it the one right down there? And I said, no, it's actually this one over in Monroeville. So if you want to go over there, I ended up, I worked on a car. But Did you draw a penis on the inside of that one, too? No pedophile there. Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking Allegedly. about. I, I never did a penis on anyone's car. Oh, yeah, you did. I didn't. It was my ex's car. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw that straight the fuck out there. I don't give a fuck. Oh, there, there is a penis on the inside of her quarter panel that says... Horsepower and pizza. Okay, I couldn't remember if it said horsepower and cocks or horsepower and pizza. It might have said horsepower. I, I have pictures of it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so there, there's a Subaru out there with a quarter panel on it that... Uh, that says horsepower on pizza or horsepower on cocks on the inside of it. And I sent it to you thinking, I hope he's not going to be mad at me. Oh, no, dude. But, I thought that was... Yeah. I, I showed it to her. She's like, why would he do that? I'm like, because ain't nobody going to fucking see it. That's yeah. funny. Just laugh. <laughs> laugh with us, okay? Laugh, bitch. Laugh. 
Your words, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I ended up, I worked on her car and uh, talked to my insurance company. I'm like, yeah, I hit her. My, like, her insurance company didn't have nothing to do with her or anything like that. But she was happy with the car. And, you know, end result, she was happy with the car. But it didn't take long at all. You know, it, it took me longer to work on my car, taking it through my shop, than anything else. Bro, they, uh, the best part was, they're like, do you have another car? I was like, yeah. They're like, so you don't need a rental? I was like, oh, no, I want a rental. Did you have, oh, rental insurance. It wouldn't matter. It wasn't yeah. my fucking insurance. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want a rental. And they're like, well, do you want a minivan, a pickup truck, or, like, a crossover? I was like... I drive a BMW. Give me a fucking that's, I was like, car. I was like, I can't get something, like, a little nicer now that my shit's gonna be gone for two weeks. <laughs> Bro, they gave me a Hyundai Tucson. Underestimated car. Those are nice. Oh, no, this one was slow as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I, it was it was fairly they, it had fucking car play I was surprised I don't yeah. have a car that has car play and I have four shit boxes well oh. I had it for yeah that couch is kind of squeaky <laughs> I uh, had it for two weeks RJ and I took it to fucking Deep Creek we take it we took it to dinner like four nights in a row because we were just trying to see how many miles we could put on it in the time that I had it. Yeah. Because I wasn't fucking paying for it. I didn't care. Well, and and then the body friends. shop calls me. They're like, yo. Well, no. We, I didn't let anybody. Uh, RJ drove it a little bit. But, like, it wasn't like a, here, this is the community <laughs> taxi. All the heroin dealer. We took it to Deep Creek. We took it all over the fucking place. And the second week that they had my car, I was in Ocean City for H2O. So I take the car back, they're like, oh wow, you put like 900 miles on this in two weeks, that's a lot of driving. I was like, oh no, it sat in my driveway the last five days. <laughs> she looked at me, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we drove it everywhere we could. But, I don't know, we just kind of, we out here. That's, yeah. that's Bailey, let me ask your question. What made you want to get into drifting other than other car motorsports that are out there? I've been... Is it because of the budget? No. Or is it because of the style of the sport? I like the style of the sport. I I think we talked about this on... I mean, I'm not expecting you to know this. I'm just saying this for anybody who may be listening. I think we did talk about it at one point. Not me, personally. Like I have a couple friends. RJ takes his... RJ has a 2019 Civic Si... My friend Sam has an M235i. They go out and do autocross at, like, North Park and stuff. And they have fun with that. I've been to autocross. I actually met a lot of really cool people. I've only been to one or two autocrosses, I guess. But I've met a lot of cool people there, like, Mm -hmm. people that I still stay in touch with. That's just not for me. Like, I'm competitive. There's only one car. That's out. that's my issue, and that's I've said that. I don't know if I said it on a podcast before or not. Racing motocross, I want to be able to square your ass up in the next corner yeah. and get around you. Not not necessarily make contact and take you the fuck out, but I want to be able to square you up and make a calculated pass. You ever done up the Beaver Run where they have their actual search course up after racing, and you're actually in classes? I haven't. But I'm, I don't, racing the clock isn't fun to me. I'm competitive, and like yeah. that's, like I was saying, I'm competitive with myself. That's, that's this the is the exception to that, because that's, yeah, you're racing a clock in other people's times, but like RJ sees it as he's 
racing his own time from his last run. That's I don't like want to speak for him, but yeah. yeah. And I mean, I. I see where you're getting it, because you like the whole calculation <clears throat> of outsmarting someone else in their own game. Right. While they're, while they're out there. While doing, they're out there with I, me. I understand that. I want to I wanna square you up and beat you fair and square. I don't want to... There's... I oh, like I that this. added... I don't want to do without you out there. I like That's that okay. added variable yeah. of something could go wrong. You could stall your car in the next corner, and I can get around you. Or, or you could oversteer, understeer, and not right. take advantage of it. See, I don't look at drifting like no, I don't see drifting. I, drifting to me isn't. I don't think I'll ever get into it competitively, and that's yeah. that. I'm speaking from somebody who has. I've been to drift events. I've been in drift cars. I have never like I've fucked around in parking lots and shit, but I have yeah. never taken my own car to a drift event or never driven somebody else's car at an event. I see it as I want to go out and I want to be able to you link the course and do yeah, get into but it and like this. This is why I'm like I watch. I've never drifted in my life. I'll, I'll admit that the only rear wheel drive I've ever owned is my '93 F one fifty, and I had an '82 Cutlass when I was seventeen years old. That's kind of hard. Oh, dude, an '82 <laughs> Cutlass. Yeah, dude, it was a four door Cutlass Supreme Braham, two tone blue and silver with a three hundred seven with a four barrel Holly on it, and I put a four speed horse in it, and I put S ten wheels on it, and I like. Big ass, I tried to make it a hot rod. Glass pack and everything. Couch interiors. I knew I liked him. Dude, that thing, I wish I could buy it back. That was my grandfather's car. Decked it out to make it a hot rod. But I can understand the whole drifting thing. Is like, I want to get into it. The mere fact is, drifting, when you do tandems, is a constant calculation of how you're driving the car. You don't know if the guy in front of you is going to... Either foot brake, e brake, or accelerate, or spin out, or right. spin out. So it's a con. <laughs> well, that's, it's a constant yeah, yeah. calculation and battle in your mind when you're going around the turn. Right. You're constant calculating the person in front of you, and then yet you still have another person behind you. You don't know if they're gonna come up on you. Right. The, the drift so, trains are cool as fuck. Like oh, when yeah. you get like five, six cars going, that shit like well, sketches that, me out because I don't think I'm I don't think I'm coordinated enough to do that. Especially it's, not I'm I'm speaking from somebody who has not again, has not driven a car. But me going out and banging doors with you or Juan, I would not feel nearly as bad as going hitting out with you. Someone. If I go out with Brendan and fucking bing his 240, I'm going to feel like a piece of shit. Well, that just happened today. The Sinisters, she was riding along in the Mustang, and they actually went out with the 350Z who spun out, and they slammed in today. And I'm like sitting there thinking the guy had a clean three, like 350Z, and yeah, now, now his whole alignment's bent. The yeah, whole but here's the other thing. We've said this on the podcast multiple times. You never take something to the racetrack that you're not prepared to light on fire and push off of a Well, that's the other thing I love about it is you take something out there where it's 50%, all right, I don't give a shit. Now there's 50%, it's like, how am I going to drive this car out there? That's, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, so, motors, motorsports are cool, but, like, I've, I've considered getting back into moto so many times, and it's like, do I want to go do that, or do I want to sit in my office and just stick $100 bills in the paper shredder? Because that's about what oh. motorsports are. Anything but it's, with motors is. Yeah, yeah, but cars are, that's, Chance has said that himself. You don't take anything to the racetrack that you're not prepared to light on fire and kiss goodbye because yeah. it's it could there's people any that, time. well like Haggerty does like track insurance and stuff and like that's cool yeah. if you have like a car that you want to go track 
<clears throat> but, like, there's people that are financing fucking, like, I have no problem with people financing cars. Whatever you fucking do, I'm not paying your bills, so I don't care. Yeah. But there are people that are financing GT3s, GT3 RSs, and taking them out to fucking pit race and running them on the track. Your that's, insurance does not That's cover cool, that. but yeah. your insurance does not cover that. So you oversteer or understeer and slide off and hit the fucking guardrail. <laughs> you better be trailering well, that back like, out to the public like roads. Today, there, there was uh, a clean 350Z that went out. It was, looked like there was a showroom 350, and then there was a mint BMW 325i two-door. Or it was a 335i. I don't, I don't 335 like oh, a newer one it literally looked like the kid took it out of his dad's garage is like I'm gonna go like a newer car yeah, yeah it's like I'm gonna go beat the shit out the, of this the 25s are not performance oriented the, the 335s are the 35 out of them yeah cause my but it depends what generation one of them's twin turbo one of them's single and turbo and we're sitting there where you see this thing come out and like he's throwing around like he gives nothing shit about it and I'm like dude what the fuck you're gonna hit a barrel with that thing and then well, you call your insurance company. What the fuck are you going to say to them? Yeah. I laughed when we went to Maple. The guy next to us had this, this really nice car. And we pull out. Yeah. With, you know, Jeremy's... He, he had this M3 BMW. And, like, it was all caged. Everything ready to go. And I'm there with my 300Z that I painted with a 3-inch paintbrush. Like, enclosed yeah. trailer ready to just go, like, have a good time. He made it one lap. He made it one lap. Blew his rear end out. And there was something that happened where he only had reverse. And then I'm there with my $500 car just, like, having a good old time. Yeah, not well, even... Well, that's the same scenario. Say you two are all tanning me, all right? You have a $30,000 car. You have a $500 shitbox. You slam into him. You're like, oh, dude, I'm cool. But I, but now you're out fucking five grand I mean, trying to fix your shit. Whenever you're going out tandeming with people, you're not doing it with, like, people you don't know. Like, I, I mean, I did well, today. Yeah. I mean... you you got to know people's lines, and, and it's mostly you're doing it with your friends. Right. Who, well, that's, I, also, that's, I, also, that's also a learning process, though. Say you've never done it before. I mean, you can watch a person. Yeah, but if, if you've never done it before, you go out with one of your friends that also has a car that they don't give a fuck about. Because... Yeah. Like Juan and I going out, dude. We didn't. They let you guys tan them without cages. Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, AJ went out with us too. Uh, the last run of the day today. Um, it's Juan and I think it was Austin. Uh, Alicia's boyfriend. Oh yeah. Um, then it was me and Shane, and then Clarissa and AJ. Juan starts off, and I gave him a little bit of room, and then I went out, and then AJ followed right behind me. Dude, I was like a foot off of Juan's bumper the whole time. AJ kind of hung back a little bit, I think. And at, at random times, you know, I'd spin out or, you know, Juan would spin out and we'd just pass each other but catch up to one another. And I'll tell you what, that was probably the most fun I had all day today. You know, going out with someone, I mean, like, going out with AJ, that was just fun. You know, because seeing him go and it's like, oh, he's going, like, over here on this part of the corner and he's already getting, like, sideways here, you know. Um, seeing how he was going, I mean, you could definitely learn by watching. Right. Um, See, I'm, I'm glad to have you on here, not just because you're one of my good friends, but because, like, a lot of my other friends that I have on here that are into drifting have been into it for years, and, like, Dude, I just started, they, they, I they drive a lot more than I do, and, like, it's it's good to... Like, Brendan's been doing it a couple years now. Blair and Britt and Chance and Griff yeah. and all of those guys, they've been doing it for a while. You know what? You're, you were brought up earlier, Bailey, about the whole money thing in, like, motorsports. Yeah. 
So, I'm going to talk about my Honda for like a minute. No, go talk about your Honda. Let's take a break real quick, because okay. I do need to piss, but then you can talk about your Honda. We should just record that whole conversation. We should have. There, there was a lot of good conversation in there. I honestly forgot that I stopped it. I didn't even know that you stopped. Brian went back out to the truck to get a beer, so I stopped the podcast while we all took a bathroom break, and then we had a really good conversation about Chevelles and lifted Baja CRVs. And well, you know what? I discovered when I was 18, my mom was actually in the cars. Never knew it and figured. When I was 18, my mom jumped out in my fucking... It was an NA built in Honda. Jumped in it standard, six pick. Cl- I had to put a six pick or a six pack competition clutch in it. Drove it away. If I could buy a dream car, it'd be backed by her '78 RS Camaro. She had. She's like that was my fucking dream car. Black with like the stupid little pinstripe shit all the way down it. She's like that was my dream car. She's like then I had kids. <coughs> <laughs> that sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I had kids. The perks of being a woman. Yeah. Minivans. I think. What was I trying to talk about before we started? The, the fucking prevent minivans campaign is yeah, coming prevent, to an end prevent. very quickly because I'm running out of shirts and I don't think I'm gonna do another run. But that was a bestseller for a while. Prevent minivans, bro. Alex designed me. There's one behind you. I'll show it to you. Alex designed me this. Oh, dude! Look at the merch behind. Shirt. With oh. a condom on it. It has my it. logo on the condom, and it says prevent minivans, and it's got little wheel sperms in it. Oh, my God. Dude, that is but awesome. But they're for kids. That, <laughs> that's children. definitely a kid's shirt. No, this is a, oh, this is an adult small. This it's is the cool. size. That's that fat. This yeah, is Ron the size. No. Ron it up. It's not a oh. This is... But it is because Nolan, who wears an XL, was here for VAG Fair last weekend. He grabs one of these smalls, he goes, cut this into a v-neck so my head fits through it. So I did. So he put it on and it's like super tight. He's like, cut this off right below my nipples. I'm wearing this as a crop top to the show. He showed up to Vag Fair wearing Daisy Dukes and a crop top Prevent Minivan shirt all day. Naked Nolan. And he yeah, yeah. Naked Nolan yeah. cut <laughs> off his shorts in here and signed them and pinned them to the wall. That's awesome. Naked Nolan. But he, bro, did you see the picture of him leaning against the yeah, fence? Yeah, we you showed that to us on a Friday or oh Thursday night at Pizza Boy. Bro, they didn't they, see it. Like right before my, it was like the weekend before my birthday. I had a bunch of people over. We were gonna what, do a cookout. Plastic picket fence out there. Yeah, but it goes the whole way to the front. Like this is a main road out front. They Is that imp- the one we came down when we came yeah. here? Yeah. Okay, okay. The police impounded a car in front of my house. Oh, that's pull that picture so up. I'll, I'll pull the picture yeah. up. I'm sorry. You guys are going to have to, like, listen and, like, just imagine with your mind. I'll probably have a flag made of it at some point, so you'll see it at some point. Just do Right like, next just, to the... Just do an outline. Bro, he... Don't speak. Yeah. Oh he... Two... Police cars are pulled up in front of my house. They're impounding this guy's car. I don't know what happened. They let the guy walk, so I think it was a tag that he had for one of his other cars. He had on the wrong car. They were translating back and forth with an iPhone. The guy didn't speak great English, I guess. Yeah. But they let him walk. They impounded his car, but like he didn't get arrested or anything. So Nolan sees this cop pull up, and he's like, if now was... If there was ever a good time for me to wear the Borat thong, it would probably be now. He has a... You've seen Borat? 
He has the V string like with the shoulder straps, bright red. He all bought way, it all the way down. And okay, look, backtrack here. He bought this last fall. We had an F one. We were gonna watch the F one race at Chance's house. Yeah. There were like twelve, fifteen people there. RJ's now fiance. Congratulations to RJ and Shannon, by the way, if you've made it an hour and a half into this. They are now engaged. Uh, <laughs> Shannon and I went into Spencer's with him when he bought it. We were the only two that knew that he bought it. He stands up like halfway through the race. He's like, oh man, I gotta take a shit. And he goes into the bathroom. He came out wearing that. Like we knew that was his plan. <laughs> so like I have it on Snapchat and everything. But he came out wearing that. Like normal, somebody normal, if they were confident enough to do that, would have worn it for like five, ten minutes and been like, okay, joke's over. Put their clothes back. Fuck it, I wore it all day. Bro, homie wore it for like two hours. He's like sitting on Chance's couch. Like, we have a picture of him. cheeks all over (laughs) everything. (laughs) We have a picture of him standing in front of the TV holding a box of pizza, like eating pizza. So, he brought it with here because everybody thinks it's the fucking funniest thing in the world. So, he... Fucking, he comes up to me, he's like, bro, the cops are outside. He's like, if there was ever a good time for me to wear the Borat thong and stand against the fence and grill them, now would be the time. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you do. So he goes into the house, comes out wearing this thing. I have a picture of him. I did those Carhartt snapbacks. He's wearing the Carhartt snapback, his shoes, and the Borat thong. My man got ankle socks on. <laughs> he got fucking ankle socks Bro, on. Bro, he's standing. <laughs> he's standing against the fence, just like grilling the cops. Fucking cop is my cousin's best friend. <laughs> Text my cousin. He's like, "Yo, is your cousin Bailey having a party today or something?" There's a dude in a party boy thong standing, <laughs> standing against the boy. fence, grilling us while we have this car pulled over in front of his house. My cousin's like, "Yeah, he's probably having a party." So he texts me, he's like, yo, is somebody wearing a thong in your front yard? I'm like, yeah, it's Nolan, because he knows who Nolan is, he knows how he acts. So I send the pictures to my cousin to send to his buddy that's a cop, because there's two cop cars with the, like, just outside, and he's just leaning against the fence, like, what's up? (laughs) What's what's going on? So, I send the pictures to my cousin to send to him. Well, it turns out, my cousin is at the same party that my dad is at. For my other cousin's birthday, Reckless Ron was not happy. Reckless Ron was here when this went on. I sent the pictures to my cousin hours later. My dad thought he was still walking around wearing this thong. So he texts me freaking out. and He's like, he needs to put clothes on. I'm like, dude, we're not even at the house anymore. Like, that was hours ago. You were at the house when that happened. Because he was trying to give my dad a hug when he left to get the park. Ron's like, get the fuck away from me. Like, hit him with the fucking Heisman and shit. Like... This. This is the photo. You already saw it. Oh my He's god. standing against the fence. Nothing but his... In oh, fuck yeah. Daylight. I love oh, that kid. Bro, oh, the neighbors said something to my parents. They're like... Hey, you know you got a fucking naked ass motherfucker <laughs> out your front yard? <laughs> They're like, yo, we saw somebody wear one of those in Europe one time, but that guy was gay. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'll tell you what though. Nolan is good at what he does. He showed up to bag fair wearing the Daisy Dukes and that Prevent Minivan's crop top. I, I remember Handing out picture. business cards. Bro, he's my marketing department. I don't even have to pay him to act like this. He's out of pocket all the time, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he's walking around. We go to get water from the one vendor. 
She's like, if you need, like, cups with ice or anything, just come back. I'll hook you up. He goes, he looks her dead in the eyes. He goes, are you going to remember who I am? As he's fucking dressed <laughs> ridiculous. She's like, I don't know. Let me take a mental picture, because that might be a hard one to remember. Did he, did he have cowboy boots on? No. He needs cowboy boots. Yeah. We need to buy him cowboy boots. Maybe even a cowboy hat. <laughs> what, size, like, wait, what size is he? I don't know. I gotta, I'd FaceTime him right now, but I don't... Canes, I never we gotta get wear. some spurs on there and everything. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Assless <laughs> chaps. Alligator boots. <laughs> but he, um... You gotta make sure he gets snakeskin boots, too. Bro, he... <laughs> genuine ostrich. <laughs> Three payments. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. He's fucking... He's a different human being. Like, he can be so serious at times. Like, the reason merch drops have not gone nearly as well since I have moved are because he is not the one helping out with them. (laughs) When I lived in Pittsburgh, he'd come over and do inventory for me and shit. Like, I'd be, like, building the website, and he'd be like, no, dude, I got it. Like, I'll do all the back-end shit. You just focus on the website and, like, the media side of things. Made my life so much easier. Now I sit here, I'm like, this is my fucking company. How do I do this shit? <laughs> but he, no, he's so, like, down to earth and just fucking level-headed. And then at the flip of a fucking switch, drop of your cowboy hat, whatever you want to... Bro, he's completely out of pocket, but he's great at what he does because there's been issues with people kind of driving me nuts. Yeah. And, like... I'm too nice. In some cases, I'm too nice to like. I'll I'll wake up talking shit eight days a week, but like, there's some. I dance around what I'm trying to say sometimes, and he's like, "Nope, I'm coming out here and saying whatever the fuck I want." Well, the neighbors kind of drive me nuts sometimes. They're nice people, but they they come over when I'm in the garage. What are you doing this weekend? I don't know. Maybe stay on your side of the fence and don't my, worry my about business. me, guys. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they just want to be friends. <laughs> no, they're. They genuinely don't like me, I don't think, but I don't really care. So that's kind of why I just continue to live my life. But they haven't talked to me since he was walking around naked outside. So, like, <laughs> we're on to something. Good news. Good news. <laughs> the first time I met him was at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Whenever you're like, yeah, we're at. Uh, oh. Be- <laughs> okay. Jeremy's story of the what? fucking is year. That, hey, is that where we met him too? Buffalo Wild Wings? No, you, you met me at. At uh, World of Wheels. World of Wheels? It was World of Wheels when Jeremy was very drunk, and that's... Yeah. Oh. Um, the year I passed off. Yep, yep. So, um, like, no. That was, <laughs> like, here's, that was like two years ago. Yeah, it was you, last you were, year. You were going away, and you're like... I was having... Live? Yeah, when I moved home in January, I posted on Facebook. I said, this is my last weekend in... Pittsburgh, so if you're trying to get pizza or catch these hands, come through. Yeah. So then we decided, like, halfway through the day, I'm like, no, we're just going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings and watch the Supercross race and get food. So we're going to the one in Monroeville because it's fairly centrally located to everybody. We're going to the BWW. I said BWW. I didn't specify Buffalo Wild Wings. I used the abbreviation. BWW. I, I don't. This I don't motherfucker think. shows up at A and L BMW. Because I see, I see the, the W and W look like BMW. To be fair, it's only like 
half a mile away. So he was close, but not there. He was close, but he's like... I was driving around the dealership. I'm like, He calls me, he's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm parked out back by the dumpster. He, like, stops and pauses for a minute. He's like, where? I'm like, where are you? I'm like, we're at Buffalo Wild Wings in Monroeville. He's like... But he Oh my god. I was driving around the BMW. He's like, I thought I thought you had an in at the dealership or something. They were throwing you a going away party. I'm like, no, I wanted to watch Supercross and eat shitty chicken wings. Here I am driving around the BMW dealer. They were pissed at us that night because we told them, yeah, we need a table for like five or six people. And then Alex Wirtz and all of his friends showed up because I forgot. Like, I didn't forget that I texted them. I just thought it was going to be like him. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I brought a couple friends. No, Alex Lafferty, I knew he and Chelsea were coming. Yeah. And I knew Sam was coming. Yeah. Alex, I don't know if you know Alex Wirtz. He's one of my friends. He's done photography and stuff. Yeah. I, I remembered I invited them, and I'm sitting there thinking before they got there, I'm like, fuck, we need a bigger table. But they had already pulled strings to get us that table. I'm like, yeah, they're going to be kind of spicy when people... And we ended up having, like, nine or ten people there for a little while, but yeah, it was all right. Nolan, Nolan came with a, a Mac Miller Pittsburgh Pirates jersey. And that was the night after his 21st birthday party. Yeah. It was amazing that he was even alive. Yeah, and, and uh, that was, like... The first time I met him, and then I'm hearing all these stories about him, I'm like, good for you. Bro, he punched me in the face at his birthday party by accident. We were trying to hold him for a picture, like, hold him across, like, a row of people. Yeah. And he was, like, flailing in his arms. And somebody was taking photos, like, on burst with my phone. And there's, like, a there's like a three-frame, <laughs> like, you see his arm come up and catch me straight in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, damn, I must have got you good, because my hand hurt when I woke up. What? Sean the poster or the fucking the cease and desist? Oh, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> that's like, still your, listening I'm at this point. Fuck your air fresheners and fuck your scents. I'm, I'm, what's this, a t-shirt I'm guessing you had? Bro, we did a... we couple years ago, we did an ugly Christmas sweater. Alex designed it. That's the design that's on there. It's kind of small on there. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, we did Where's an ugly that? Christmas sweater. They fucking trademarked the oh, shape of the air me. freshener. Somebody that I went to... It had to be somebody I went to high school well, with. Because like, I don't have beef with anybody else. I, I don't have beef with anybody at this point. I'm fucking 25 years old. Somebody reported me to fucking Little Trees. My shit... That shit was on my website. You didn't know this? <laughs> no. Bro, that's what's framed no. there. Fucking pull it off the wall and hand that over here. Dude, look, it's literally... The, they it's, sent me a cease and desist a day and a half after they went up for pre-order. So, naturally, I printed it out, and Alex and I signed it and hung it on the wall, but notice my college degree is nowhere framed or hung on the wall, because neither, that's funnier. Neither is mine. Dear oh, Mr. Okay. Shank, I write on the behalf of Little Trees Legal, the organization responsible for pr- protecting... Bro, I thought somebody was fucking with me. Yeah. I and emailed that- them... Bro, I emailed them back with such attitude, and then they emailed... They're like... They sent another, like, real official one, and I was like... Oh, oh fuck. fuck, this is real. <laughs> oh, you ain't joking, alright? <laughs> well, dude, it's nowhere similar. Like, I got a star on top of mine. Where's your star? Bro, we, we actually redesigned the Christmas tree and resubmit the design to them for approval, and they still didn't approve it. That's why Alex signed that. Fuck little trees, Alex Lafferty. <laughs> well, that's why I love it. I'm like, wait, wait, let's just say the top right. Dude, that's awesome. I, w- I wish you saw that one. 
I didn't ever have any of them. They were pre-order only. I mean, That's I want I one. See, even I can more see now. what they're saying, but still. What, Here's the thing: really they do. they trademarked the shape. There are so many other clothing brands that are larger than mine that, that use that. that without licensing it. Yeah. Because I know of another local one, well, and like, I know somebody. Their mouth is a fucking dick. I'm That's it. To. Somebody reported it because I. No, that was we're now that it's on the fucking media, we're not even gonna touch it. Alex redesigned it for me. It's just That's fucking ridiculous. Oh, I have another one from Chris Love. Do you know who Chris Love is? <laughs> yes. Bro, he wouldn't sign it. His ex, they were trying to send me a cease and desist because I talk so much shit on that pedophile fuck on Facebook. Oh, is that the kid you're talking about? Yeah, Facebook? I was talking about. Bro, I I talk <laughs> all that shit on Facebook that we talk. Before Luella left his ass, she was, they they were trying to send a cease and desist saying that I was, like, for defamation and shit. They sat down with the lawyer and went through it. The lawyer drew the whole letter up. He wouldn't sign it because he knew that the shit I was saying was fucking true. So she, after she broke up with him, she fucking sent it to me. I'm going to frame that one, too. Fuck him. By the way, we're, Wayfair is not a dating app. <laughs> Just a friendly reminder. Fuck me, man. All I do is fucking talk shit and eat pizza. I love pizza. Me too. They, they What's your favorite kind of pizza? Ooh. Why you gotta do me like that, Ryan? Dude, I, I'm, see, I'm all over the place with pizza. It depends, I will eat, it depends on my mood. Yeah, I'll eat pretty much anything. She got me onto... You ever had Hawaiian pizza? Yeah, dude. Hawaiian pizza. Fucking just... never thought... Uh, what is it? Pineapple, pineapple and pizza would dude, be that pineapple, fucking good. Pineapple is the shit on pizza. Dude, I don't know why that's an argument. Yeah. She got it's... hooked on me. One day she's like, I want to get a wine pizza. I'm like, what the fuck's that? And like, she orders dude, that's it. would have come out a little earlier. The one place in Mannheim. Like, yeah. there's, there's like five or six fucking pizza places here. And there's like 12 people that live here. So like... Six of five money of laundering five of the six places have to be fucking money laundering because the one changes names every <laughs> every three to five fucking business days. But they uh, yeah, the one other place <laughs> <laughs> the one other place is like their Hawaiian pizza is the shit. We get it yeah. like once a week. Let me count. We have A and M, two cousins, Francesco's, Francesco's two point Graziano's. And rhinos, and that's just off the top of my head. Those last two, right? and we we have yeah, another one. Those are two close. Then we have Bacchio or some shit. We have six or seven fucking pizza. Do you have any Dollar Generals here? Yes. How close it, is the subway? How close is the subway from it? From the Dollar General? Yeah. yeah is there, is there within within the, the subway quarter, is literally within a quarter mile. Within a quarter mile. It's no. It's probably. Three quarters of a mile. The subway is literally on the corner, and the Dollar General's like three if quarters of a mile away. No matter where you go, there's going to be a Dollar General and then a subway. Like, legit. Jefferson Hills, it's not. You ever done green peppers and bacon? Yes. Oh. Well, I, I, not and bacon. I'm going to try that next week. I do green well, peppers and right. sausage. I'll be honest, the best green peppers we got hooked on it was in Banff, Canada. Me and her went on a trip for a week. I've never up. been to Canada. I need to do I, that. Dude, we went We're to Americans. We've been to, I don't want to go we've to been Canada. Been to Banff, Canada? <laughs> oh, I'll play my fucking blooper reel for you guys when we're done recording. You're going to love this shit. <laughs> we've been to Banff, Canada and Yellowknife, Canada. Dude, I love it up in Canada. 
I've honestly had an opportunity well, like, to go, go to there. Canada. <laughs> I, don't I, don't want there. I need to go. It's definitely an experience and a half. I've said that about some places that I don't know. It, it's I I feel like anywhere you go, you can have a good or a bad experience. I feel like the whole thing is about it's who you go with. You, yeah, yeah. what you make it to. Yeah. No, I mean, but like Detroit, I had fun in Detroit. It was cool. I mean, I I have a fucking blast every time what? I go to Charlotte. And like, the thing yeah. is, is like the time of the year you go. Like me and her yeah. went up because when we went, we went in the winter time, and so there's no tourists up there. And you go up there, so you don't have like hunt or thousands of other people up there crowding the area. So we did like a little tour thing and everything, and we went like an adventure through the national park and bam, bam. It's the most amazing experience with maybe fifteen people there. So you get to learn more information. So you get to ask more questions than you wanted to the person that. Yeah, I, I didn't really think of it that way. I like that. You were talking earlier about the expenses of motorsports, I guess you should say, compared to like what you're saying with dirt biking and that. Right. And I think one thing, like my car, it's been down for like three years now. And one thing that deters me from it. More years. Yeah, probably will be. It, one thing that pushes me away from it is this motivation so I've gone no it's not even motivation I've gotten to the point where on my car where alright nothing's stock anymore so you want something done you're spending $500 or more to get a proper right. car a proper anything and then you just look at it budgeting wise you're like okay I'm about to drop another four grand into this thing meanwhile I can invest it in something else instead right. of this and that's kind of it, it, it's deteriorated me no, I, mean, I, 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 be I get it too I have a fiance she's bought me a new turbo and clutch for this thing sponsored by this yeah sponsored by my fiance she's yeah, bought me new things me. to get me to get it done and it's still because I look at it because you might buy all the big ticket items for your car but then you start forgetting about all the little nitpick stuff all the hose clamps all the little connection pieces all the intercooler pipe like all the little nitpick things you don't think at first you're like oh I'm gonna need you're like oh I need a big ass intercooler big turbo I need a fully built head I need these and you're like oh shit now I need all this to that's the shit we're running into with even my $350 car it's like yeah. oh yeah I need this this and this and then it's like then you're, you're, bu you're budgeted you like oh I can spend though. 3 grand for this is now at five, six grand. You're like, holy fuck, I didn't want to get to this point. I'm going to paint that if you need one. <laughs> yeah, I do want to paint it at some point. Yeah, we'll paint it at night. Oh, I know. Three hours. <laughs> no, like if I'm going to do it, I'm probably going to do it. Like, do it right. Semi right. Yeah, don't do it. It's a $350 car. I'm going to... That's, put at least a four hundred dollar paint. That's job. what I mean. Like fucking get that Mako yeah. paint job. Mako gets Mako, it done. Yeah. <laughs> you might have some overstrong. I was talking shit on Mako when Brendan and Colby were in here, and Brendan's gonna hate that I repeat this again. But he said oh, it in the podcast he was on. I said something like two forty nine Mako special, and he like he's like uh Colby's like Colby started fucking laughing. Brendan's like yeah that's what I did to get it all one color. Like this car doesn't look bad like, i mean he fucking drives the shit out of that car too so but i mean for fucking a one color paint job like single stage what do you really expect yeah it's a fucking track car i don't give a fuck i'm gonna go bang it off of a wall booker and nolan literally call it the wall car oh, the wall thing the wall car we, we, the wall we were thing. asked we were asked today to stop hitting each other 
<laughs> we, like I'd go up to one, hit him. Shane come up to me, hit me. I'd hit you know. Chris. If, if Nolan drives a McRanger, wait, wait, like, are they? Wait, hang on. Are they talking about you guys drifting? Or no, 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 They're literally in the parking lot, and they come drive on and just fucking bumper car each other. While That's fucking around. Nolan, dude. I'll park the Subaru in front of the house, and he'll drive the McRanger out here for the weekend. He will pull up and hit the Subaru. Back up, he's like, oh, I don't think I'm parked close enough, and pull up and hit it again. Yeah. The yeah. neighbors came out of the house, they said something to my dad, they're like, is that Bailey's car out front? They're like, it just got he's like, hit. He's like, yeah, they're like, it got hit by that truck. He's like, yeah, that's his buddy. She's like, well, why'd he do that? <laughs> he's like, I don't why, know, why that's why? a game they play. <laughs> they like to play bumper cars. It's like tag. It is what it is. I'm, I'm just having fun at this one. We've rambled long enough. We'll, we'll get a pretty good podcast out it's of this one. This, one in the morning. Bro, this is one of the longest ones I've ever done. Thank uh, you guys what... so much for listening. If you've made it this far, uh, thank you guys for coming out. And we'll have you on another one at some point. But at Horsepower Pizza on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. At Pizza Boy Metalworks, W-E-R-X. At, uh, that's on Instagram. And um, yeah. We out here.